My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to feel fully alive. Today in the studio, I have none other than Amy Seifert, who is a dear friend and someone who I believe is really, truly alive. And she's going to share in many ways why that is the case. She has continued to evolve, to grow. She would even say in the course of our conversation that she has evolved from judgmental and critical person over the years to a person of compassion. But it has been hard work. It has been a long journey for her. I know for me as well. And we learned so much from each other as we talked about this idea that compassion, if it is our first response, changes everything. We also begin to apply it to family and friendships and marriage and and parenting and even the cultural challenges that we're facing today. We even touched upon the latest controversy, the very real issue of Roe versus Wade and just talking about compassion, the place that it plays in this conversation. It is provocative. It is thoughtful. And it's very heartfelt. As always, as I say with Amy Seifert, you will definitely want to listen in and enjoy this episode. Amy Seifert, it is always a joy to be in conversations with you. And obviously, most of our conversations are outside of the studio because our family has been friends for 28 years. That's so many years. (laughs) (laughs) And it's amazing. We had to do the math off camera, but it's been a joy being your friend and just kind of being on this journey with you. And I think we're going to hear more of your journey today as you kind of unpack for us these three words. Compassion changes everything. Now, I feel like ever since I've known you, you have been a person of compassion and empathy and care. But we were talking a little bit off camera and you're like, no, I used to be a little more judgy than I am today. Is that true? Yes. I don't believe it. Oh, for sure. I just think about my 18-year-old self. I mean, like judgment, criticism, Hmm. condemning other, you know what I mean? Like just, you know, I would rather throw some stones at people first than... Then think about like putting myself in their shoes. So, oh my gosh, it has been a journey for me mm-hmm. to grow in empathy and compassion. Yes. And so you're, you have found even now as you're talking about this, because I was watching and following some of your posts recently about compassion. You talk about compassion a lot. You do stories on yes. social media about compassion and giving yourself compassion, yes. giving others compassion, and even particularly in, to make this very contemporary as we're now in the middle of this conversation about the overturning of potential overturning of Roe versus Wade, I love the fact that even on social media, you were saying pro-compassion without going into all the issues, because there's a lot there, right? There's a lot there. But you said, regardless of where you stand on this issue, can we commit to being pro-compassion? Why is this so important to you now? Why does it change everything? Yes. Well, I think if we were to approach complex issues like this with compassion first, I think it'd be a game changer. I think it would just be because, because you, okay. My favorite definition of compassion is empathy plus action. That's compassion because so there, there's these four feeling words we, we kind of interchange, but it's helpful to kind of break them down. Okay. So you can start with, with pity, which is I acknowledge your suffering. And then you've got sympathy, which is I care about your suffering. Then you have empathy. So you're moving closer to people. Then you have empathy. I I feel your suffering. And then compassion is I want to relieve your suffering. Mind-blowing. This is so good. (laughs) I mean, that's a counseling session right there. There you go. (laughs) Yes. Well, and speaking of counseling, this is actually why in the last year I've been 
I've been like deep diving into compassion because, um, all right. So yeah, it was about a year ago. I was dealing with, I have three kids for those listening that might not know. And I was dealing with something different with each of my kids. And so I ended up calling a friend who is also a licensed counselor. And I said, I need help. I do not know how, I don't, I don't know how to respond or handle these situations going on. And she listened and then she said, you know what? I feel like we can never go wrong with leading with compassion. Like if your stance is a compassionate one and it was kind of mind blowing. I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, I don't think you can ever go wrong if we're compassion forward. And it just was helpful to think you are right because it, I I'm putting myself in their shoes. Mm. I'm being curious about whatever situation is versus, um, Condemning, condemning, mm-hmm. criticizing, mm-hmm. but, and thinking, okay, hmm, why would they feel so passionately about this issue or that issue? What's happened there? What have they experienced? Like getting curious can really open up compassion too. Now, some would say that we would lack conviction then, and we would lack a commitment to truth right. if we are too compassionate, but they can be hand in hand. They can be hand in glove. They're not mutually exclusive. Like yeah. you can absolutely be a truth teller with compassion. Mm. Now, so I was thinking about this, the 12 dimensions, like dimensions of, of that you like to talk about and DMB. It's fantastic. I, I love to talk about the spiritual dimension. And one of the things she said is the first way God introduces himself is the word compassion. He says in Exodus, he's talking to Moses. People might be familiar with Moses. Yeah. He says, I am compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and kindness. Now, wait a minute here. So you're saying in the sacred text of the Bible, the very first time God introduces a quality or characteristic about himself, it's compassion. Compassion. And this is fun. There's more? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's related to the, the Hebrew word womb. Okay. So you'll see that in the idea of like, I have a guttural protection, that mama bear fierceness of you. I want to relieve your suffering. I'm coming. And so if we were to approach not only our kids, like that's, that was the counseling moment that was like, oh yeah, compassion. But thinking through these polarized conversations we're having, if we would just take a breath and practice compassion first, I I think it would be a game changer. I'm going to pause right now in the midst of this episode to remind you that we would love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, and to share this particular episode on compassion with a friend or family member. Now back to the episode where you just said something very profound and I'm not sure if you did so intentionally or unintentionally, but you actually said practice compassion. So in my mind as a life coach and as DMB coaching, we talk all about choices. What you're telling me then is compassion is not just a feeling to relieve your pain, Mm -hmm. to relieve your suffering that you are well. I'm actually going to make choices. Well, you said empathy plus Action. Action. Ooh, I'm learning from yes. you. Okay. So there's that action choice to actually become and choose compassion. Yes. Which is it's I, not I, our default. It's not our default. <laughs> I judge first. And so the mm. it does help to think about practicing and that we can get better mm. at being compassionate. We can step back and take a look, listen first. I mean, there's a lot there, but what I love about compassion is it's not just stepping into somebody's shoes with empathy, but it's also then walking in them and doing something about it. I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to move, at least at the very least, I'm going to move towards you. 
At the very least. At the very least. Not, not run away from you, not you, turn my back on yes. you, but I'm going to move towards you in the midst of this difference. Yes. Maybe complicated situation, yes. maybe difference of opinion, oh. um, yes. viewpoints, worldviews. Yes. I'm going to move toward you. Because I believe you have dignity, value, and worth. And so I'm going to have wide open arms that are compassionate, where if you're criticizing, it's like arms straight, you know, like mm-hmm. keeping people from you. But compassion says, I'm going to move toward you, which is, I, I think that's a really beautiful way to live. And again, it doesn't lack truth. Right. Because for sure we need, we need that. And you say though, and, and the three words are, it literally will change everything. Because my guess is whatever that person is feeling, whatever that person is experiencing, even what's happening in your relationship, it will change it significantly by your decision to move toward and not pull back. Yes. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're thinking if, if you're curious about the situation, yeah. like, huh, how did you get to this response? Mm-hmm. What's underneath that? So back to your story. So you called your friend oh, yeah. who was a licensed counselor yeah. and you said, I can't do this. It's three different things. <laughs> and she gives you, and you're like, wow, yes. I'm guessing you begin to apply that. Mm-hmm. And what did you see happen? Yeah, I have actually just this week, there was a moment with, with my daughter where I would want to tell her to like, get it together, girlfriend, suck it up. Like we can do this. Like, but she didn't need that from me. She needed compassion. She needed a mama bear who was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be in this with you and move towards you. And I ended up because I've been practicing and even praying for more compassion. I ended up getting on my knees and helping her. She's, she's back in a boot cause she hurt her ankle. She's back in it. It's oh. second time. And tears were streaming down my face as I'm putting this boot mm. on her. And that's not my natural default. So this is, I'm, this is about 20 years of practicing and really this last year of really digging deep and being like, why do I resist compassion? And when I feel it, what happens? And when I practice it, what happens? You know, just really thinking oh, through. Amy Seifert, you look in the mirror and you're saying, because that's what I want everyone to do right now, me included, as you propose to us that compassion changes everything, I would hope the first response for anybody watching on our YouTube channel, anyone listening on a podcast platform would be saying, am I? In what ways? Am I compassionate? In what ways am I not compassionate? Where am I quick to judge? Yeah. Where am I quick to anger? And begin to unpack it, begin to explore it. Because I think in many ways, what you just said was the reason this last year has been so transformational for you is you're taking time to identify it, to investigate it, and to really dig into it and make some real, not just um, what I would use the term band-aid decisions, just quick right. fixes, yeah, but yeah. actually comprehensive change, root issues. What do I believe to be true? Why is that there? Why do I do that? The why questions. Yes. And I think it's really helpful to think about applying compassion, like at home first, like, like to yourself, Mm self-compassion, because if you're compassionate yourself, that if people bump into you, that's, that will spill out on them. Yeah. Um, and so thinking through like, and a a practice you could have is thinking through like, uh, something that's troubling you right now. Mm. And then imagine a friend coming to you. And saying, I'm having this very same trouble. How would you approach them? My guess is with a compassionate nature, with kindness, you know, but to yourself, often we're judgmental, we're critical. And so how do we apply that to ourselves? And then, and then I also think about the people who are 
farthest from us, um, who we've made flat and one dimensional, mm-hmm. they need our compassion because we, uh, I just think about, so I, I served on, um, it's called the open table. I served with them for a year. Yeah. Um, and so that's helping use our relational collateral to help others get out of poverty. Mm-hmm. And so moving closer in to my friend and hearing her story, I think when I would have first seen it, I would have thought, um, get why yourself you, together. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Pull, pull mm-hmm. yourself up, you know, but then cause, cause I put her in a flat category. Mm-hmm category versus like, wait, you are a human being with so many different kinds of experiences. We're actually, we have a lot of similarities and I grew curious and then compassionate and, and brought her closer. Yeah. But it's those people that we, you know what I mean? Like yep. the, what, what you just described a, a, a three word phrase that you and I care deeply about. And that is finding common ground. Yes. Um, that's actually one of our episodes on three words. Was that you and I? Or was that someone? Else? But I don't know. That's but it's, it's a three word. Yeah, but I mean, we 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 talk a lot about finding common ground, yes. and and that's what you're describing. And yeah. it's it, to think that compassion is actually the first step toward that. Yes. And if there's ever a time in our history and any time in the culture where we need to find some common ground, yeah, it's now. It's now. I was also thinking as you were sharing, Amy, if I can keep the conversation going here for just a little longer, um, is that sometimes we're most compassionate with those that are not far, far away, but are farther away than ourselves. Our family, yep. our spouses, our children. I mean, because again, uh, I think so often I'm thinking about you and I being life coaches and being caregivers and being mentors that it's probably easier to listen in, in, to those a little farther away. And but not, not too close. Not, yeah, because yeah. like the spouse, you're like, get your act together. Right, what are you doing on. that for? Yeah. <laughs> so I think in many ways, the things we're talking about, another encouragement to our listeners and viewers, apply these things first with yourself and at home yes. and in your close friendship circles. Yes. And don't just put on that compassionate kind of posture as you go out to the rest of the world and yeah. pretend to be that, but actually do the hard work under your roof yes. within your friendship circles. Yes. And that will spill out into the world. Well, even as you've talked about this in our few minutes together, um, we could talk about this for hours, but obviously this is a bite-sized podcast, but I, I believe you. I believe you. I mean, I always believe you. I think you're brilliant and that you have so much insight into life. But I believe you that indeed compassion, it could change everything. Thanks for being here today and for, again, having a conversation with me on camera so that we can all learn from you. Absolutely. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.